Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is news coming out of Washington right now that Republican senators are now urging Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader in the minority, to ensure that the Mayorkas impeachment trial moves forward. That's right. 13 Republican senators are now on the record as urging the GOP leader to force a formal impeachment trial of President Joe Biden's pro-migration border chief, Mayorkas. Mayorkas was impeached by the House on February the 13th for refusing to enforce the nation's border laws. The Democrats and some pro-establishment GOP senators are hinting they will ignore the House's impeachment and will not conduct the Mayorkas trial in the Senate. The senator's letter to Mitch McConnell says this, quote, we, can, we call on you to join our effort to jettison this approach by Democrats to shrink their constant duty, ensure that the Senate conducts a proper trial, and that every senator, Republican and Democrat, adjudicates this matter when the Senate returns. A Senate decision to ignore the House's impeachment is an action rarely contemplated and never taken by the U.S. Senate in the history of our republic, the GOP letter says, adding this, it remains to be seen if the Senate rules will even allow us to brush aside our duty in this manner. But one thing is for sure, If a similar strategy was contemplated by Senate Republicans while we were in the majority with a Republican occupying the White House, the opposition would be fierce and the volume from Democrats would be deafening. Thirteen GOP senators, including Senator Mike Lee, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Ron Johnson, Senator Rick Scott, Senator Roger Marshall, Senator Ted Budd, 
and Senator Marsha Blackburn have all joined together in this. Senator Chuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York, the Senate Majority Leader, has already dismissed the impeachment, saying this. House Republicans failed to present evidence of anything resembling an impeachable offense. This is a new low for House Republicans. Schumer ended his statement. Senator Mike Lee putting this out on X saying, quote, GOP leadership must push for an impeachment trial for the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. We cannot allow Chuck Schumer to sweep the Biden administration's border invasion under the rug. Now, before I give you all those details, I got to tell you, if you're a Second Amendment person, if you're a shooter like I am, and you want to make sure you can be able to protect and defend yourself no matter what, I want you to know about an insanely cool company called Ammo Squared. They help you stay stocked up on ammunition automatically. Ammo is delivered on demand or automatically when you need it and stored for free when you don't. Ammo Squared is amazing. It's customizable to your budget. You can buy as little as a few dollars a month and let it grow over time or buy a bunch all at once. So you have it when you need it, regardless of what happens in the world. It is truly automated. Set it and forget it. Ammo purchasing. Now, look, I owned a gun range during COVID, and I can tell you we used to buy nine, seven dollars a box at the height of the pandemic. We were paying $28.50 for reloads. That's how volatile the market can get when there's a demand. Whether it's world events or what's happening between the war in Israel or Ukraine and Russia, this is why I love Animo Squared, because I get to pick my caliber, select a shipping trigger, and that's it. Ammo builds up over time, and it's delivered automatically when you want it. In 2020, when the store shelves went empty and everyone had trouble finding ammo locally or online, Ammo Square customers just need to ship their ammo, store it at Ammo Square, and get it all immediately delivered with just the click of a button. Forget about dealing with the, the heavy moving cases and ammunition in your garage. You can literally exchange your Ammo Squared inventory from one caliber to another in seconds with just a few clicks. Or close your account and sell it all back anytime you need the money. That's effortless ammunition management. Go to AmmoSquared.com slash Ben. AmmoSquared.com slash Ben to sign up and get some free ammo in your account now. Now, you combine this with the story that I talked about on our last show. The story and a warning coming from Obama administration officials about the number of terrorists on the terrorist watch list that are coming across our southern border at staggering rates, and those are the ones that we're catching. We also have a warning that says we are really concerned about terrorists coming across the border that we have not caught, the gotaways. And how many of those are there? We may never know. But what I do know is this. These senators are now coming together and they're saying it is clear that the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas is not enforcing the federal laws that are on the books. He is putting our national security at risk. He is deliberately looking the other way. And that's why the House indicted Mayorkas for refusing their words to enforce Congress's laws that require the detention of migrants at the nation's border until their asylum claims are completed. 
What we also know is this administration is proud of the fact they've allowed 20 million plus illegal immigrants into this country. And they have pushed to give them voting rights just six years from now in the year 2030. Pro-migration advocates, including my orcas, describe their alternative catch-and-release policy as just prosecutorial discretion, as they describe it. However, the policy clearly encourages, the Republicans say, illegal migration by showing would-be migrants that they can get the American jobs they need to pay smuggling debts. Poor migrants can now safely mortgage their homes and farms to get a job in the United States of America because of the Biden administration, specifically Mayorkas. The policy also gives the business alliance of smugglers, drug cartels, their members, and labor traffickers a quasi-legal convoy belt for getting clients into the United States of America and getting their clients' wages back to foreign bank accounts. This unspoken cooperation between the smuggling business and the White House, Republicans say, successfully extracts vast amounts of human resources from needy countries. The imported workers, consumers, and renters then push up Wall Street's stock values by shrinking American wages, subsidizing low-productivity companies, boosting rents to levels we've never seen in this country, and spiking real estate prices because of the high housing demand is destroying many Americans' dream of owning their own home. But that's not all. Under Biden, and then under Mayorkas, the policy that they have is basically imported at least 6.2 million migrants that they believe should be voting in our elections. It has killed Americans, many Americans, and killed many of the migrants who are taking a very dangerous voyage, an illegal voyage, into the United States of America. Many of them are on the taxpayer-funded jungle trail through the Panama Canal, the Darren Gap in Panama. This is part of the problem as well. Then there's the other problem. Fentanyl. Fentanyl is the number one killer of people in this country, 49 and under. The lethal and destructive cooperation with this administration, with the drug cartels, with the human smugglers, is the worst thing this country has ever seen. And it is changing this country. And Mayorkas knows it. We have a nation that's supposed to have borders that no longer exist in this country. Let me say that again. This man who's in charge of our border security has single-handedly at the obviously support of the White House quietly dismantled this nation's border and our border defenses. Mayorkas, for example, has repeatedly asked Congress to, quote, fund fewer Detention beds. Why? I think we all know why. Similarly, McConnell's border bill would have legalized a catch-and-release highway for all migrants who simply promised to file for asylum. The secretly negotiated bill was discarded once the GOP caucus learned how it would open the nation's borders. And that's not all. We also know that many of these Republican rhinos are not willing to fight for our border security. 
They're not willing to protect our border security. They're not willing to do anything to support Americans' lives when it comes to what's happening with fentanyl as well. Now, you put all of this together, and you realize that this is the most un-American policy we've ever had in this country. And when I say un-American, what I mean is they're trying to fundamentally change this country. They're trying to change this country into something that you can't even recognize. That's what the administration is trying to do. And it's not just they're trying to do that. What they're also trying to do is they're trying to make sure that once this many people get into this country illegally, there's no way you can ever get them out. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the things that I love about this show is I get to let you hear what's going on in Washington. As many of you know, I co-host a podcast with Senator Ted Cruz called Verdict with Ted Cruz. And I got to ask him about him signing this letter and what the Republicans' plan is moving forward and what they are going to have to deal with when it comes to Mitch McConnell. I want you to hear that part of the conversation. Take a listen. Well, next week, uh, the the Senate will receive the articles of impeachment. Uh, and and the, the, the Senate will return from recess on February 26th. And under the Senate rules, when the Senate receives articles of impeachment, the next thing that happens 
is that senators are sworn in as jurors the next day. Uh, and 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 a trial is supposed to proceed. However, Chuck Schumer has made clear he doesn't want to have a trial. He doesn't want anyone in America to know about the absolute disaster that is unfolding on our southern border. And so what Schumer has indicated he intends to do is is use a procedural mechanism called tabling the articles of impeachment. What does it mean to table the articles of impeachment? It means he wants the Senate to vote. Nope, we're not going to take these up. In other words, he wants the Senate not to adjudicate the articles of impeachment at all, not to conclude guilty or not guilty, simply to table it on a party line vote and move on. And the purpose of this, look, we, we've talked a lot on this podcast about how the disaster on the southern border, you cannot defend it on the merits. You cannot defend it on the substance. The Democrats have one strategy and one strategy only, and that is hide it from the American people. In order to hide it from the American people, they need to make sure that the average person doesn't know the human suffering that the Democrats' open borders are causing. That's why Schumer wants to, dis- to to table the articles of impeachment at the outset, never have a trial, never hear the evidence, never consider anything, and never put any senator on record adjudicating the claims. And, and so in response to that, uh, Mike Lee and I together led a letter uh, to Mitch McConnell, and it's a letter that was signed by 13 senators, and it calls on Mitch McConnell to stand up and fight for the Senate to fulfill our constitutional obligation under the terms of the Constitution, when the House impeaches, we have an obligation to conduct a trial and to adjudicate the guilt or innocence of the individual who's impeached. And Chuck Schumer is trying to, for the first time in our country's history in over 200 years, refuse to adjudicate an article of impeachment simply table it make it go away say never mind nothing to see here and 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 give every democrat senator a get out of jail free pass by avoiding the need for them to give an answer on guilt or innocence inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power putting your savings retirement accounts and future legacy at risk with more taxes the continuous threat of war and national debt now exceeding 34 trillion and the push for central bank digital currencies our financial freedom is at stake now if you have fifty thousand dollars or more in retirement savings you may be at risk in times of economic uncertainty securing your family's financial future is essential and freedom gold usa is here to empower you you can act now by calling them at one 800 65 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. The team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. Safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com backslash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Let's talk about what this trial would look like and, and explain, because this is not something that's happened in my lifetime. Uh, it, it's something that's very rare when it's a cabinet member, obviously, throughout history. But but let's talk about what a trial would actually look like. Does it look very much like what we've seen before when it comes to an impeachment trial for a president? Well, it potentially does, but there are differences. So, for example, the Constitution specifies that when the president of the United States is impeached, the chief justice of the United States will preside. By, by the way, interesting trivia. Do you know what the title of John Roberts is? What is it? 
John Roberts is the Chief Justice of the United States. He is not the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. Just like Joe Biden is the President of the United States, John Roberts is the Chief Justice of the United States. That that, that is the formal and technical title. Uh, the Constitution provides the Chief Justice will preside over the over the impeachment trial of a president. Because obviously Mayorkas is not a president, the Chief Justice will not preside. Instead, the trial is is typically presided over by the president pro tem, which right now is Patty Murray, Democrat senator uh, from Washington state. Now, when it comes to cabinet members, impeaching cabinet members is exceptionally rare. In fact, Mayorkas, this is only the second time in history the House has impeached a cabinet member, and, and, and even that is is overstating it because the last cabinet secretary to be impeached was Secretary of War William Belknap, and that was in 1876. Uh, now, what's interesting about Belknap is right before the House voted to impeach him, Belknap resigned. So Mayorkas is actually the first sitting cabinet member ever to be impeached. And... In terms of how the trial will proceed, the Senate is not obligated to hold a full trial on the floor of the Senate as as the Senate does for the impeachment of a president. And so, for example, in past impeachments, a number of judges have been impeached. Yeah. And what the, the Senate has done in the past is appointed a, a impeachment committee to conduct the trial. And typically that committee consists of an equal number of Republicans and Democrats, members of both parties. And so it can be a smaller group of the Senate that, that conducts the trial. But what has always happened is, is that the House managers get to present their evidence. They get to prosecute the case. They get to put on the trial. And, and what has also always happened is the senators adjudicate, all 100 senators ultimately adjudicate guilt or innocence. So if the Senate appoints an impeachment committee, that committee makes a recommendation to the Senate, but then every senator goes on record voting. What Schumer is trying to do, he knows that if there's a trial, even of a smaller committee than the full Senate, that that will force press coverage of the absolute disaster Mayorkas has been, the disaster Biden has been, the open border chaos they have produced, and Schumer doesn't want anyone to know that. And so, as I said, what he wants to do is instead just right at the outset, before anything starts, say, we're not going to hear any evidence, we're not going to have a trial, the House managers are not going to present the evidence, they don't get to prosecute the case, no senator is going to vote guilty or not guilty, we're simply going to vote to table it and make it go away. Now, there's been a lot of media, uh, Republican establishment, rhino types have been out there saying this is uh, a terrible decision by conservatives to do this, that this is we already know what the outcome of the vote's going to be. This is going to be an embarrassing moment slash failure. Uh, and so why the hell are they doing this? If that was the case, then Democrats wouldn't be fighting this. I don't think this is a mistake. Do you at all? I mean, this is about national security as well. And that's something that the media and these these, these Republican talking heads, I think they're forgetting that. This is about someone that is not enforcing the laws of the land, not protecting a country, having an open border policy deliberately, not getting rid of people that come in this country and break our laws who are here illegally, 
And on top of all that, it's a national security issue from the domestic from the terrorists on the terrorist watch list that are coming across the border at staggering numbers. Yeah. So so I don't know who's been going on TV saying that. So so I can say this with with complete free conscience because I don't know who I'm talking about. But anyone who says that is a blithering idiot with an IQ below room temperature uh, <laughs> to say it is a mistake to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas for aiding and abetting a criminal invasion of the United States of America by global cartels that have sent 10 million people illegally into this country, that are bringing murderers and rapists and gang members into this country, that, that, that are abusing children, that are raping women, that, that, that are potentially smuggling in Hamas and Hezbollah terrorists, to say that it is a mistake for Republicans to fight, for the House to impeach Mayorkas, they should have done this two years ago. You and I have both been calling for this for two years. And in the Senate, look, is the Chuck Schumer Democrat Senate going to vote to convict? No, obviously not. Why? Because the Democrats are partisan hacks. They don't care about the facts. They don't care about the truth. They are going to vote with the Democrats because that's what Democrats do. When Schumer cracks the whip, every Democrat obeys. That's what's going to happen. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm talking with Senator Ted Cruz about the possible impeachment of Mayorkas. What does that trial look like in the Senate? And will Republicans rally? 
More from him now. Why is it that Biden has been able to get away with this? Well, the biggest reason is the media is utterly corrupt and they don't cover this. If, if, if you watch Fox News, if you watch Newsmax or OAN, if you listen to Verdict, you know about what's happening at the border. But if you watch CNN or MSNBC or ABC, NBC, CBS, if you read The Washington Post or The New York Times, There is no border crisis. Nothing is happening. The corrupt corporate media covers it up. The reason this impeachment is important is to put the evidence before the American people. And I got to say, and it's why, you know, the amazing thing is the Democrats get this. Why do you think Schumer wants to table this at the outset? Because he knows a trial would be terrible. Why? Because the facts are terrible. What they are doing, the Democrats are doing, is grossly inhumane. It is cruel. It is evil. Schumer and Biden do not want the American people to know that, so they want the issue to go away. But i got to say, any Republican that, like a docile little sheep, rolls over and starts buying the hell is wrong with them and there's a reason 13 of us wrote a letter to our leadership because republican leadership when they see a fight typically turn around and charge the opposite direction and so we ought to stand united and 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 say listen we have a constitutional obligation listen i'm going to read you the letter we sent because it's not a long letter dear leader mcconnell Our Republican colleagues in the House have recently passed two articles of impeachment against Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law, as well as the breach of public trust. These articles will soon be transmitted to the Senate. It is imperative that the Senate Republican Conference prepare to fully engage our constitutional duty and hold a trial. According to multiple briefings by your staff, Majority Leader Schumer and Senate Democrats intend to dispose with the articles of impeachment simply by tabling both individually. This is an action rarely contemplated and never taken by the U.S. Senate in the history of our republic. It remains to be seen if the Senate rules will even allow us to brush aside our duty in this manner. But one thing is sure, if a similar strategy was contemplated by Senate Republicans... When we were in the majority with a Republican occupying the White House, the opposition would be fierce and the volume from Democrats would be deafening. We call on you to join us in our efforts to jettison this approach by Democrats to shirk their constitutional duty, ensure that the Senate conducts a proper trial, and that every senator, Republican and Democrat, adjudicates this matter when the Senate returns. And Mike Lee and I led it. It's signed by a total of 13 senators. Senator, laying all this out uh, and and the threat from Mayorkas and not doing his job, which is what this is basically about, how do the Republicans do this the right way? Do you do you break it up into, hey, the fentanyl coming across the southern border because it's open is the number one killer of people under the age of 49, and you go through that? Do you then go through the sex trafficking and the human smuggling? Do you then go to the, the, domestic, the, 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 the terrorists on the terrorist watch list? Do you then go to the financial aspects? I mean, is, is that how we need to break this down so the American people understand just how catastrophic this is? 
Well, listen, what you say makes a lot of sense, and what you're doing there is telling a story. And I, and I will say that's one thing Republicans are typically horrible at doing, is telling a story. And, and that's what we desperately need to do. A- at the end of the day, the choice of how to present the evidence uh, is not going to be one for the Senate to make. Uh, the way an impeachment trial works, the House managers are the prosecutors, so they will present their case. And, and so it will be ultimately the managers selected by the Speaker of the House who, who will present the evidence and lay it out and and they could very well follow the pattern you laid out it 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 should be a systematic presentation of the evidence i think it should focus on the harms it should focus on who is hurt it should focus on the dead bodies the biden body bags that have piled up one after the other after the other it should focus on the children who've been physically and sexually abused abused over and over and over again it should focus on the women who've been violently raped it should focus on the disease that has come in over our open border. It should focus on the more than 100,000 drug overdoses last year, the highest in recorded history, 70% of which came from Chinese fentanyl coming across our southern border. It should focus on the terror threat, Hamas, Hezbollah, the open borders we have and the exposure we have to a major terrorist attack, higher, I believe, right now than any time since September 11th. All of that they should do, but... What Chuck Schumer is trying to do is prevent all of that. He wants to table the articles before any evidence is presented, before the Senate considers anything, and he wants to spare Democrat senators. Understand, there are a bunch of Democrat senators running in red and purple states that that Schumer doesn't want to have them vote not guilty because Mayorkas is obviously guilty. And, and, and so he doesn't want to get them on record, and tabling it is a much simpler and, and, and less painful way to do it. Now, I can tell you, a week ago, Mike Lee and I together went to the Senate parliamentarian's office, and, and we presented an argument, the two of us. It's quite rare for senators to go directly to the parliamentarian. Typically, staff, lawyers on, on our staff make those arguments. Mike and, Mike and I made these arguments ourselves, and, and he and I have both done this a couple of different times over the last decade. But the argument we presented is we wanted to walk through the parliamentarian, uh, the history and the precedent in this case. And in, in particular, because Schumer wants to table the articles, we wanted to underscore that in over two centuries, the Senate has never once tabled articles of impeachment. There was a previous impeachment in which the Senate tabled the procedural rules, but that's different than tabling the actual articles of impeachment, refusing to adjudicate. And the point we made, which the parliamentarian agreed with, is every single time when an impeachment came over, the Senate adjudicated the merits. It reached the merits. The one exception was a case where where the individual resigned, and in that case, the House basically withdrew the articles of impeachment. So every time there was an impeachment, and the House was pressing the impeachment, the end of it was every senator saying guilty or not guilty. And what Chuck Schumer is trying to do is throw away 200 years of our nation's history, all in an effort to give political protection to vulnerable Democrats and to avoid any media coverage of the disaster at our southern border. One other question on this, and that is, who is going to run this? I mean, will this be you and and Senator Lee and others heavily involved? Or is this going to be lawyers representing the Republicans that will be asking the questions? How does that play out? Well, actually, when it comes to questions, unfortunately, the Senate doesn't get to ask questions. 
And and so if you remember back, look, when, when Verdict launched, the, the very first episode of this podcast was the first night of the first Trump impeachment. And if you remember what happened in impeachment number one and impeachment number two, when we sat there as jurors, we couldn't speak. Yeah, uh, I'll admit that was frustrating. You, you know, among things I like to do, I, 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 I do kind of enjoy talking. I do it a lot. Um, <laughs> And and we were not allowed to, to, to say a word. We, we, we were to sit there and listen, and we listened to the presentation of the House impeachment manager, managers. We listened to the presentation of the president's defense team. Now, uh, as, as I discussed at great length in those opening uh, verdict episodes, I spoke frequently with President Trump's defense team. And, and by the way, some observers – said at the time, oh, that's terrible. You're supposed to be jurors. You're supposed to be impartial. And, and, and that's not actually right. It is true that we are jurors in one sense and that we adjudicate guilt or innocence. But, but senators are, are not designed to be impartial. Frequently in impeachment, you have senators who uh, are very close to uh, the individual being impeached or very antagonistic to the individual being impeached. The impeachments occur in a partisan context, and senators are elected in partisan elections. The framers knew that that was the world in which impeachments would occur, and they placed it in a political body to have an exercise of judgment. Uh, and, and importantly, actually, during the Bill Clinton impeachment, Tom Harkin, the, the, the senator from Iowa at the time, stood up and raised a point of order and asked for a clarification from the presiding chief justice, that was William Rehnquist, my, my former boss, the, the, the previous chief justice. Uh, and, and Harkin raised a point of order and said, to clarify, we are not jurors in the sense of uh, a jury in a, in a criminal case where we simply have to review the evidence and make a determination. And, and the chief justice ruled that is correct. The Constitution empowers you to adjudicate this matter uh, and, and, and to consider issues of fact and law and policy and, and politics and everything else. Um, but during that trial, I spoke frequently with President Trump's lawyers. More than once, I told them I thought a strategy they were pursuing was boneheaded. Make sure you share this podcast, please, with your family and your friends. Please write us a five-star review. Hit that follow, subscribe, or auto-download button, depending on where you're listening to this podcast, so you don't miss a single episode. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.